All right, welcome back to Rock Video Rental. I am Caleb, and with me as always is Brandon, where we talk about TV shows, movies, and different entertainment topics. And this is actually a uh, topic week for us as we will be getting into that here shortly. Uh, but we usually start off with Brandon. What have you been watching? Oh man, I got we talked about before we did the show that I can't really remember all the stuff that I watched. <laughs> you watched too much. Uh, I can say that I'm still watching The Sopranos. It's weird oh. because like the last season is split up into like two seasons. There's like a season six A and a season six B. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's very odd. Um, I just started six B, so about halfway through the and the the last season, I guess. Um, yeah, it's still a little slow. There's some interesting things happening, but I I already know how it ends, so I know it's really not going to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, aside from that, I was talking to you a little bit earlier too about this documentary that I watched on Netflix called Long Shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about this guy that was uh, arrested for murder, and like he pleaded his innocence a whole bunch of times, and like you know, they kept saying, you know, we have a drawing here of what a person saw as a killer. And he looks like just like you. Everybody's like these people are like describing the person as just like you. Uh, and like, you know, you're in that area and like he's swearing up and down, you know, like I wasn't there. I was at a baseball game. So he said he was at a Dodgers game and they actually got like the footage from the game, found him in the stands. But like the resolution was so bad that they couldn't prove it was him. Uh, it just happened to that day that they were recording an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm for HBO. And he was in like the B-roll footage of that. You could see him like walk by as uh, Larry David's walking up the stands. And, huh. uh, you know, they took that and they're like, okay, well this happened. This footage was taken like a half hour before the murder happened. So, you know, he still would have had time to com- commit this murder. And, you know, he made phone calls around the same time as when the murder happened. So they used, like, the the satellite towers, or, like, the towers for the, the cell phones to try to figure out his exact location. And that's how they proved that he was innocent. And it was pretty crazy, all the stuff they went through. This is, like, in the early, early to mid-2000s, I think. Okay, so how? real quick question, though, not to dive too far into it, but how were they, like the only evidence they were going off of was they had a drawing of the guy that looked exactly like him or well, like had, he knew the guy who got killed or. Um, I can't remember what all went into that part, but they had like um, witnesses. And every, like all these people were saying it was him. And then because I guess he was like in that area uh, around the same time, like he was in that general area, but he wasn't like exactly there where it happened. So people saw him. Um, so I don't know. They were really trying to, and then like the police were trying to get the case done quickly. So they almost like tried to pressure him into saying that he did it. Oh, well, yeah. And sure it ended in like, time. 
yeah, and it, there was like a bunch of lawsuits and stuff afterwards where, um, like these detectives and stuff that were trying to pin it on him either got let go or moved to a different department where they didn't have to deal with uh, homicides and things like that. It's really interesting. It, it, and it's only like 40 minutes long, so it's worth a look. It's called Long Shots on Netflix. Hmm. But just the whole work into um, trying to prove this guy's innocence is kind of interesting. And it had like Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm in there talking about it. Nice. And how they had to like use the footage and stuff from the show. Uh, you know, other than those, we've been watching some Christmas stuff. Uh, we've watched Elf. Uh, I, I watched Home Alone again. Rock. <laughs> um, I watched a little bit more of Christmas Vacation. I don't, I've just been like watching bits and pieces of movies and TV shows here and there. So nothing else I can really talk about. But what have you been watching? Um, I have not been watching a ton. I've, it's a busy time of year at work. And also, uh, I've had some freelance work come up too. So it's been pretty busy. Uh, when I hang out with my wife, we've still been watching how I met your mother. I can't remember what season we're on now, but we're pretty far in that. And then I watched, um, I caught up on family guy. The latest episode was a pretty, pretty good one. They had, uh, decent amount of funny content in that one. But the one thing that I did watch, which was excellent, um, had s- enjoyed watching it so much because it took me back to, uh, my childhood. And that was Jackie Chan's first strike. <laughs> oh man, dude, just like such a great movie. Um, I mean, cheesy and, you know, things all over the place that you can critique obviously, but just, I mean, my brother and I got on a martial arts kick and Jackie Chan movies were at the top of the list. And that was one of the first ones we saw of his. And we, I think we owned it. So I'm pretty sure we watched it, you know, plenty of times. So rewatching that was, was a lot of fun. But that was really kind of it for watching movies and you know no game content to really talk about because haven't uh, like i said i've been doing a lot of work stuff and uh but next week i'll probably have plenty to talk about because cyberpunk 2077 is coming out and i should be playing that tomorrow night awesome so um real quick though to mention uh i was telling you before we got started that i knew there was something i want to talk about i don't think this is all of it but this is some of it um, one thing to mention, congratulations, Lily, on getting that Amazon gift card um, for the giveaway that we did. Mm-hmm. So congrats on that. Thank you for participating and listening. And then the other thing to mention as well is that we have posted what is going to be coming out in January. Oh, yeah. And Brandon, what's happening? We are going to do another movie series review. Uh, back in October, if you guys remember, we did the Friday the 13th series. Um, we had a lot of good feedback on that and um, lots of listeners for it. So we're like, you know, let's do another series. That was fun. Uh, this time we're um, staying in the 80s, but we're going to move away from horror into, um, man, what is it, like teen movies, I guess? Yeah, yeah, probably family friendly teen movies, kind of sports, and we're gonna do the Karate Kid series. 
Uh, we're going to be doing the four originals. We're not going to tackle the remake. So just Karate Kid parts one through three and the next Karate Kid. Yeah, we're not doing the remake because Brandon hates Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, after The Prisoner. Oh, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> which actually wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't a Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> that, that is true. But, yeah, so we look forward to that. And, you know, it works out great, too. We kind of planned it a little bit because Cobra Kai series, or season three is coming out in January. And lots of buzz around that. Yep, so buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> There's new awesome content coming in January. So, Rock. As far as awesome content goes, that brings us to everybody's favorite segment, Did You Know? Did you know is brought to you by Brandon this week? What have you got? Oh, I got kind of an interesting historical fact here. So three United States presidents who were all founding fathers, um, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe, all died on the 4th of July. Adams and Jefferson died on July 4th, 1826. And James Monroe died on July 4th, 1831. Wow. So, kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I found that really interesting. You're like, coincidence? <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's a conspiracy right there. Mm-hmm. No. So, that is a, a new one. Historical ones are always, uh, I always find interesting. So thank you for that, Brandon. And without uh, waiting any longer, we can just go ahead and jump into our topic for this week. All right, and this week's topic is kind of one that's a little surprising that we haven't already tackled on the show because, you know, if you're hanging out with your friends and you're talking about movies, TV shows, entertainment, things of that nature, you usually land on this subject at some point in time, and that is favorite actors. Um, we've done actor highlights before, and so that um, obviously would kind of cover some some of our favorite actors um, but we have never really like sat down and had a conversation about just listing off a few and some of their work and everything. So, uh, I guess we'll just kind of be going through, we'll list some favorite actors. We'll do some honorable mentions. We have some actresses to include as well. Uh, I think to get things started, Brandon, I will put the ball in your court and, uh, I don't know what your plan is. If you're going to do like, you know, top three first second third or just kind of got a few that you're gonna rattle off in no particular order but i just got like a handful <laughs> all right i didn't i just kind of like added down some of the ones that came to mind um you know i mentioned last week that you know we're gonna mention some actors that we haven't really talked too much about i guess you know because we've swooned over tom hanks and dwayne the rock johnson and arnold before so i didn't 
even add those to my list. I mean, those were kind of obvious choices. Uh, and you could throw guys in there too, like Jean-Claude Van Damme. And like, I realize that Van Damme is not a great actor, but he's just a guy whose movies I enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of the same with Stallone too, although Stallone is a better actor than Van Damme. <laughs> Uh, anybody who knocks Stallone for his acting ability needs to like rewatch First Blood, and uh, you know just the monologue at the end of it. Well, if whole, any like, breakdown thing, so if anybody knocks him on his acting, they need to watch Oscar. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it, <laughs> does show his ver- it does show his versatility. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, I guess getting into my list of actors, I'll, I'll give one at a time here. So the first one that kind of popped in my head and, you know, widely considered as a as a great actor is uh, Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. Um, another really versatile guy. And I've never seen him like in a movie where he didn't give like 100% on it. And uh, well, always first, mo- first movie that comes to mind, Robert Duvall. For me, yeah, uh, falling down. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I knew that's what you were thinking too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> another movie of his that makes that I first think of, Days of Thunder. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> we talked nice. about that too. He's great in that movie. I mean, that movie is it's got his corny parts, and it's kind of one of those guilty pleasure movies for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean Robert Duvall is great at it. Yeah, another uh, one that always that always sticks out is uh, his little stint in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, maybe one that people kind of forget about his first feature film. He played Boo Radley in To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh man! Yeah, and he was great in that as well. Yeah. You know, it was in the the Godfather movies too. I mean, iconic movies. Just a guy that could play many different roles, uh, and just solid in everything that he does. Yeah, great at you know playing a cop. Great at playing like the everyday normal guy. Great at playing like a coach and in, in sports movies, and mm-hmm. just I don't know, just a guy that I enjoy watching whatever he's in and you know he doesn't really do as much anymore i mean he's getting up there in age um i believe he's in his 80s yeah he's almost 90 years old so yeah uh, he'll be 90 uh next month it's funny because no offense to him but he's looked old for a long time (laughs) oh yeah he's one of those guys that just he's looked old for a long time so he gets the same roles in his career ends up being longer uh robert de niro's another guy like that sam elliott yeah yeah yep, that's for sure and unfortunately sam elliott passed away mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's my first one what do you got um so I, i'm gonna mention this real quick because i and if you were going to spend some time talking about them, I kind of like apologize, but we've, we've already talked about these. So I'm just going to kind of like flippantly put them out there and then kind of move on to ones that we haven't talked about, but we've, we've, we've had specific episodes for Tom Hanks and Keanu Reeves. Um, Tom Hanks absolutely is in my top. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Keanu Reeves is uh, just to throw out a number. I uh, he's definitely top twenty-five. Um, that I would say he's probably um, top fifteen, mm-hmm. maybe top ten. Um, but this is just like a brief stand. Uh, so I'm just going to say those because I'm not going to really talk specifically about them after that. Then, uh, you mentioned Jean Claude Van Damme very quickly and briefly for you. I think yeah. then for me, uh, quickly, and you've already mentioned him then is Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Um, uh, d- not a whole lot that you really need to talk about it. It's just kind of, I think with most of these, the way that I kind of broke it down where, cause this is favorite actors. This is not going to be uh in my in my mind i'm not approaching this from who do i think are the best actors for favorite actors i take an approach on who do i recall were actors that throughout you know my life that have specifically been like hey i like this actor i want to see more of their movies and specifically have like sought out more of their movies even though they haven't been big box office hits um so sylvester sloan has been one of those um, but the first one that I'm actually going to mention, and we've already talked about him tonight, which is kind of funny, but this has been one that has been, you know, one of the earliest. This might be the first actor that I specifically went around looking for more of his movies to watch. And that is Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Jackie Chan is just fantastic. Uh, he he commits to everything he does. I love the fact that he does his own stunts. He's just like a, a likable guy. And honestly, I was a little bit, I have not seen it, but uh, when he did the Karate Kid remake, I was kind of a little bit thrown off by it because I was just like, ah, you know, I mean, Mr. Miyagi was, you know, seemed older and I, I just kind of didn't click for me. But at the same time, though, when you think about it, I mean, as far as like a likable, funny um older well older martial arts character he he fits that um but to kind of move on i mean there were i mean i think like i said jackie chan's first strike was maybe one of the first ones i saw i mean i've seen shanghai noon around the world in 80 days rush hour was one of the big first ones too tuxedo the spy next door uh shanghai nights the follow-up all the rush hours rumble and bronx drunken master I mean, I I went searching for his stuff to find it. Like, we would go to the video store and try to find it. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy, another fantastic one. Um, and just really enjoyed the content that he put out there. Not just from the martial arts aspect, uh, although a lot of his early content... Um, was centered around that. It was more... I feel like it was more geared towards the martial arts ability than his ability as an actor. Like you you could see him grow. Um, and it's really cool to watch what his abilities and everything, but yeah, he kind of came into his own and he's got his own, you know, style that he does because, you know, there's martial arts movies, but then there's Jackie Chan martial arts. So, yeah, yeah, I, I had a blast watching his stuff. Uh, as I said, in the past week, I watched one of his movies, and I still enjoy it. So, And he's still making stuff. Um, actually, I don't have his IMDb up right now, 
but I could tell you, I don't know if he's, he just made the movie too with Arnold Schwarzenegger, whichever crazy one that was. Do you remember seeing some previews? Uh, who am I? Wow. How did I forget about who am I? <laughs> um, man, I cannot remember what that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie was, but yeah, he's got one coming out. Um, that just got completed. He's got some coming out in 2021. Rush Hour 4 has been announced. Uh, another Shanghai um, movie is expected to come out. So, yeah, he's still going strong with it. And he did the voice in Kung Fu Panda, so that, that was always fun. But, yeah, that, uh, that was kind of me growing up with Jackie Chan movies rock um man i guess i can get on to my next one here um i i noticed when i was picking like some of my favorite actors that some of them like were people that others might not really mention um and really one of those is craig t nelson okay and this is just like in the last few years that like i realized you know some of the movies and like TV shows that I, I watched even at a younger age and I go back and watch now and I'm like, wow, Craig D. Nelson is like really solid and like everything he's in, uh, you know, he was on coach for years and, you know, showed, showed pretty good comedic acting in that as long with, you know, as well with, um, some dramatic stuff too. Um, and especially in the eighties movie, all the right moves with Tom Cruise. Uh, he also, Craig T. Nelson also plays a football coach in that, but man, in that movie, he does such a great job. Um, just being like, you know, the guy that you love to hate because mm-hmm. he, he's really kind of a jerk in that movie. Um, uh, but he's got some, like a softer side too. you see with his family and I feel like he just does a really good job of of showing both sides of that character. Um, another movie of his that I really enjoy is Poltergeist. Okay. You know, playing a you know a dad in the house that was built on an Indian burial ground. Um, if you've never seen Poltergeist, that's definitely something to watch. It's a pretty intense movie. Um, probably one of the best horror movies ever made. One of the creepiest ones still, I mean, for being a movie from the 80s. Uh, and, you know, even stuff like later stuff like now he was in, you know, I mentioned before a few episodes ago when I was watching Young Sheldon. That mm-hmm. uh, Craig G. Nelson shows up on that as well as um, Mima's boyfriend. <sighs> and he owns like a sporting goods store. And, you know, just another example of like his comedic acting and how good he is in that um, <laughs> something of his that I want to watch is a movie he did with Carl Weathers in the 80s called Action Jackson <laughs> I see that here on the list yeah yeah where he's like the bad guy and like <laughs> you know I've heard so many things about that movie I've seen it on Good Bad Flicks which I've mentioned a few times on the show YouTube channel um and just, you know, he, the guy from Good Bad Flicks, even praises Craig D. Nelson's job in that movie, even for as absurd of a movie as it is. 
Uh, so that's something that's definitely on my list to, to check out. But yeah, I feel like he's a rather like unappreciated actor. And one of those guys that, you know, might not be the first one that comes to mind. But if you think about all the stuff he's done, he's pretty solid and everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm trying to remember everything I've seen him and but I can't remember. But yeah, absolutely uh, really good at each performance he does. So anything else to mention or? No, what's your next one? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a quick rabbit trail here just because it's very interesting um, uh, about a movie that he was in. Uh, did you ever see the movie The Skulls? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, it's a pretty decent movie. It's about uh, secret societies um, and one that they called The Skulls and everything, and he, he had a role in that. But I just have a real quick funny story mentioned about this. Um, one of my best friends in high school, his name was Luke. And so, uh, we were hanging out one time and we watched this movie and it was the first time either of us has watched it. And it wound up being that the main, the names of the main characters were Caleb and Luke. <laughs> and it was so weird. Like the first one happened and it's like, Oh, his name's Caleb. Oh, okay, cool. You know, whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. And then it goes on and it's like, Oh, Hey, my name's Luke. And then we just kind of like turn and look at each other. We're like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah that actually happened so that's okay hilarious. all right um yeah you're definitely kind of going uh with some not the most popular actors but very cool to talk about uh my second one so again uh like i said this is going with the whole uh you know i sought out these movies uh with uh, movies with this actor and so another one that i was I almost got on a stint where I was just like, hey, I might try to watch every movie uh, this guy's done. And I know that I did not get get close. This was back in mid-2000s. No, no idea, or late 2000s. No idea why exactly. Um, but I do really like his stuff. And um, he's a comedic actor, so I, you know, uh, everybody enjoys just watching comedy a lot of times. So, and this is Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. I just really liked Jim Carrey's uh, dumb comedy. I did. Uh, I don't know exactly what drew me to it. Um, He also did, you know, started doing drama, more drama content and um, suspense. And I thought he did a good job with that. But man, I mean, Looking at his list, I saw his first movie, 1981, Rubber Face. Man, that was rough. That was a rough one. Um, but yeah, there there are several, several well, a, a lot here at the beginning that I did not see. But then you start picking up into the ones I did see. Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, uh, Batman Forever, Ace Ventura, Cable Guy, a Liar Liar, Truman Show, Man on the Moon, Me, Myself, Irene, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, The Majestic, Bruce Almighty, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Series of Unfortunate Events, um, Fun with Dick and Jane, Number 23, Horton Hears Who, Yes Man. I mean, like, this is one where I'm just like, like, we, we've done actor highlights before, and we've talked about lists of movies. Like, this might be one of the longest list of movies, because I'm not done yet, but I'm not going to keep going, because... I don't need to just list 
most or all his movies. Um, but yeah, I saw a majority of his movies and, uh, I don't know. Like I said, uh, like I said, actually, I think part of this came too cause in, uh, the two thousands, I was working at a video store, which obviously like free rentals. So I just kind of went on a Jim Carrey binge. So, um, yeah, I don't know if there's really too much more to kind of say with that. Uh, he, I think it really kind of stepped up for me when he was stepping outside of comedy. Yeah. Cause he did, uh, the number 23, he did eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, uh, majestic, which I mean, that's a drama, but I expected some comedy and that kind of was a bummer for me. I did not really enjoy that one. Yeah. And then interesting movies like the Truman show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, re- that's a really interesting idea for a movie. Yeah. That was, uh, definitely a really solid one. You ever see any of his stuff on a living color? No, I did show? not. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's pretty good stuff on there too. <clears throat> his, yeah. um, impression of vanilla ice. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, no, I um I have not. I've wanted to, but I have not. So, but yeah, I don't really have too much more to say about Jim. I mean, Jim Carrey, you know, basically everybody knows about Jim Carrey. Um, did you uh, any kind of thoughts reaction from you on um on Jim your- Carrey? Yeah, on Jim Carrey and his <laughs> career and his movies that you watched. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Jim Carrey's movies. Um, yeah, I used to say for a long time, especially like in high school, that my favorite movie was Ace Ventura and Nature Calls. <laughs> uh, which is funny because, you know, a lot of people consider the original Ace Ventura as the better movie. And, you know, I think that now, but like back in the day, I always thought the second one was better. And that's really a movie where they they could have made a third one, but mm-hmm. Jim Carrey really didn't want to get pulled into that. <sighs> Didn't he have like some quote about if you ever see me make Ace Ventura three, that um, call for help or something like that? Well, I think he said something like "shoot me in the face." <laughs> yeah, it was something ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and I guess you know I went on kind of a a kick to try to watch his stuff. Uh, have you ever seen Once Bitten? No, I have the, not. That that was the vampire one comedy from the eighties that he was in. That was kind of a weird movie. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, you know, Ace Ventura one and two, obviously The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Batman Forever, uh, Cable Guy, Liar Liar, Truman Show. Um, you know, it's funny. Some of his more serious stuff I haven't seen. Like I've never seen the majestic. Yeah, it was. It's like straight up drama. There is nothing much to it, and I wasn't expecting that. So much. I was expecting some comedy, but it was not. Uh, I like it was all drama, so it kind of was a letdown. He's one of those guys too. Like he can do goofy humor. He can do a little more sophisticated humor. Yeah, um, and then his uh his um. 
antics, that's not the word I'm looking for, but his uh, dynamic humor, um, mm. body language and physical all that. Humor. Yeah. Physical humor, thank you, is just so unique to, and it, it can be so perfect at times. Yeah, and even like small things he's done, like the character he played in The Office. Yes. <laughs> uh, we kept talking about going back to the finger legs, like that was hilarious. It <laughs> <laughs> just you know a quirky weird character that he played uh you know he's a really interesting guy too because he's very um he's very much a method actor as well mm-hmm. like as i heard when he did man on the moon the andy kaufman movie yes that like he actually wanted people to like refer to him as andy and got so much into that character that people were starting to worry about him when they made it <laughs> Yeah, well, Andy Kaufman, too, for people who don't know, was very much a, uh, man, how would you say, like a... Uh, An extreme method actor? <laughs> yes, uh, like, true, yeah, and he would kind of take things too far, or he, it was very peculiar yeah. what he would do, and so people wouldn't know when to take him serious and when not to take him serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jim Carrey took that on himself. So it just kind of became all that more complicated where, okay, this is an actor who is a very deep method actor trying to be another act, um, comedian who was a method actor. Uh, yeah. So I, I did hear that and can't imagine what that would have been like with him working on that project. Oh yeah. Um, I've just heard, you know, because Andy Kaufman had the whole deal with Jerry, the King Lawler, the wrestler back in the day. Yep. And when they did the movie Man on the Moon, like um Jim Carrey was in character as Andy Kaufman dealing with because they brought in Jerry the King Lawler again to like have that as part of the movie and Jerry the King Lawler talking about how um weird of a guy Jim Carrey is and how so much he was Andy Kaufman in that movie and you know, someone who dealt with Andy Kaufman a fair amount in real life, he said that, like, Jim Carrey was, like, incredibly, like, eerily similar. <laughs> to yeah. Him. And he really captured that role. And just, like, the crazy stuff uh, that he wanted Jerry Lawler to do to him to make it realistic, like, what happened in Andy Kaufman's life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it just yeah very very bizarre yeah one thing to quickly mention and i don't want to dwell on this too long but just because we talked about the truman show this made me realize I, this is not going to go down as one of my favorite actors but if we ever talk about like you know uh he's not even really supporting actor all the time but uh one guy that i just realized that i always uh think that he does a fantastic job is ed harris yeah, I um, agree he, with that. He kind of reminds me a little bit on the same level as uh, Robert Duvall. Yeah. So, and Ed Harris has been in a great list of movies, but I won't really dive into that because that's not the topic here. But yeah, also plays a great coach too. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, Rock. Um, yeah, if you want to mention anything about Ed Harris, or if you want to jump into your next one. I'll get into my next one. Um, and this one is 
this guy I feel like has a really big range and a lot of people don't really realize that because of what he's really known for now but earlier in his career and he's had like some independent movies sprinkled in with his goofy comedies um, he's had some serious stuff but that's John C. Riley. Okay. And I don't think people realize like how talented of an actor and how talented of an entertainer that John C. Riley is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here's a, a select like filmography of what he did. So he was in another guy that was in days of thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, had a kind of a serious role in that, but you know, at the same time he, he was kind of like the joking guy in a more serious parts of the movie. But uh, he was also in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, which is kind of funny to look back on now. Uh, the River Wild. Okay. Uh, Boogie Nights. He was great in Boogie Nights as um, Mark Wahlberg's Dirk Diggler, his best friend, Reed Rothschild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, kind of a that movie is it's an interesting movie. It's like a dramedy, I guess, because there's mm. some goofy stuff in it, but it's a serious movie in tone. I guess kind of like Forrest Gump. I would compare like the tone of that to. Okay. Um, you know, he's in other things like The Thin Red Line. Uh. Never Wait, been he kissed. was in the thin red line? Yeah, he was. He was Sergeant Storm. <laughs> wow, I totally missed that. Yeah. Um, for Love of the Game, he was in that. Um, yeah, I mentioned Never Been Kissed. Have you ever seen that? With Drew Barrymore? Uh, I don't think so. That's a, I think that one's on Disney+. Plus. I think Disney technically owns that one. Um, it's a comedy, but like... It's kind of funny to look at that now because that's from 1999 and he's in it and has a pretty decent sized role. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in Magnolia, Perfect Storm. Uh, and then even things like Chicago, he was in that because um, he, he's done like some stage work and everything too. It's kind of like the more I looked into it, the more impressed I was with like his versatility. Mm hmm. And, you know, it was about the mid-2000s where he really started getting recognized. Um, and I would say, like, his big breakout movie was Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Cal Naughton Jr. <laughs> um, and just, you know, him and Will Ferrell have, like, this special chemistry where they can just really work off each other very well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll show up in, like, cameos in each other's movies, too. And just two guys that are even just, you know, friends outside of the movies. And it's it's obvious when you watch them, just because of the rapport they have with each other. Yeah. Uh, and I've mentioned it quite a bit in the show, but Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, is I still think it's just hilarious and deserves more credit than what it gets. <laughs> yeah, I need I need to watch that at some point. Uh, and a movie that we have reviewed before, Step Brothers, is, you know, if it's not my favorite movie, it's definitely in my top five. There's, every time I watch it, it's, it's still just funny. Um, other movies where 
don't get as much recognition. Cedar Rapids, not not a great movie, but he was hilarious in it. Uh, and that one's got the Nard Dog in it. <laughs> uh, Kong you know, Skull Island? Yeah, he was in that. One that was kind of an independent movie that not a lot of people talk about is We Need to Talk About Kevin, which is... Oh, uh, yeah. It's like a... A psychological thriller, I guess. He's got kind of a smaller role in that, and he's good in that as well. That shows well, he, more of his like a serious side. Yeah, he also does the um, uh, Wreck It Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in voiceover stuff, things like Top Dog. You mentioned Wreck It Ralph. Um, you know, a lot of stuff here and there, uh, and. We also have to mention he was on Tim and Eric's awesome show, Great Job, as Dr. Steve Brule, <laughs> which we quote quite a bit on this show with free health. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I had to talk about John C. Riley. Um, yeah, if you guys only know him for like his comedic roles, go back and watch some of his more serious stuff, yeah. and you'll see like the ability that he has. Mm-hmm. And even like his um, uh, more singing stuff, you know, like I mentioned, Chicago. He's in the, also in the animated movie called Sing, and yeah. uh, you know, Walk Hard. He sings a lot in that too. He sings in uh, Step Brothers. <laughs> Boats and rows. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, your thoughts on John C. Riley? Uh, yeah, no, I th- I think that's a good one. I, I'm not surprised by him being on your list. Um, honestly, I mean, outside of the brief mention of Jean-Claude Van Damme, John C. Riley is pro- uh, probably the only one that hasn't surprised me. Uh, your other two were kind of ones that we've never really talked about all that much uh, specifically. <laughs> so, yeah, John C. Riley, totally not surprising and uh, totally you know, credible with everything that you said and uh, definitely see him as one of your favorite actors. So rock, what's your next one? Uh, quick question. How many more are you doing? Um, I, that was like the last one of note that I had. And then, you know, we talked about doing a couple actresses too. Um, okay. So la- that was your last, like one more actor. I'll do an actress, you do an actress and then we'll just do an honorable mention. Okay, so, okay, all right. Um, well, if we're doing it that way, then I would probably, oh, man, this is tough. Uh, because it's between these two. I don't know which one I've really seen more movies from, because it's kind of funny because they've actually been in movies together, so. <laughs> uh, I will probably go with, Uh, Harrison Ford. Um, I know that sounds reluctant and everything, but it's just uh, just kind of a tough call. But yeah, here's I I feel like I've seen more of Harrison's Ford, uh, Harrison Ford's content, and uh, just I I think he's because I so I've listed favorite actors up to this point. This is, um, you know, I mentioned Jackie Chan, Jim Carrey, and everything. Uh, both really talented and everything too. I think Harrison Ford is a favorite actor, but also a better actor than those two. 
Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey has a dynamic range and everything, but Harrison Ford is really good, does fantastic um, performances. Uh, I mean, obviously his roles in Star Wars, his roles as um, Indiana Jones. One of my, man, I don't know where to place it right now, but one of my favorite movies, I'm just going to simply throw and say top 25, but Blade Runner. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's really interesting because you, you have to be willing to get through things, especially with older movies and appreciate them for what they were and what they are. And so Blade Runner is just, I, I that movie is just fantastic. Um, the Fugitive is outside of the Star Wars and Indiana Jones movies. That might be the first Harrison Ford movie I saw out of that, uh, after that. All right. Um, he also then did, uh, Air Force One. I mean, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Get off my plane. <laughs> I was just going to quote that, but, but you beat me to it. Um, I mean, Patriot Games. Uh, so this is, um, I talk about the Jack Ryan's, uh, TV series, mm-hmm. uh, or prime series. Um, Harrison Ford did two Jack Ryan, um, movies and Patriot games and clear and present danger. Um, you know, actually a, uh, romantic movie that he did that. I don't even know how old I was when I watched it, but was, uh, that I thought was really well done was Sabrina. Uh, he did really well with, uh, yeah. And just a bunch of other stuff. He's done, uh, voiceovers too. um, and I could go through a long list of his stuff. Uh, K-19 is kind of one that's off the beaten path that I uh, enjoyed. Nothing amazing that I feel like everybody should watch. But So, um, yeah, Harrison Ford. I feel like this one is kind of, um, how would I say, um, was an, an impression probably made from my dad because my dad watched a lot of Harrison Ford movies. I don't know if it was like deliberate or just kind of the way that went. So, but uh, yeah, he does a good job and you know, he's still going at it, making movies. I don't know if he has, if it says anything about any upcoming movies with him, but outside of um, Air Force One, what uh, any quick thoughts on Harrison Ford? Um, yeah, I mean, every movie I've seen him in, he was great. Uh, The Fugitive, I've seen that a few times. I mean, Star Wars, I've seen countless times. Uh, Indiana Jones as well. (laughs) You know, I even like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, so so sue me. Uh, (laughs) Everybody seems to hate that. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. What's <laughs> your face? Uh, <laughs> what lies beneath? You ever seen that? That was pretty good in that. Yeah, I don't think I have. What was that one he did with Anne Hayes, where they're like stranded on an island? Was it like six days, seven nights? Uh, yeah. Ooh, man, I just saw it. Yeah, that was pretty good too. I watched that one time. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, he's. He's just one of those guys where it's just he's a charismatic, likable, charming guy. 
Mm-hmm. So pretty much everything he's in, you could watch. Yeah, uh, American Graffiti. You know that's that's pre Star Wars for you there, and yeah. it's George Lucas. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it does a great job in that as well. So yeah, definitely a guy that I've always appreciated too. And actually, I added uh, his Call of the Wild movie to my list in HBO Max to watch. Nice. So, because that I thought looked really good too, and then the whole Rona hit, and I think it kind of hurt the release of that movie. Yeah. Uh, the other one that was uh, that was contemplating on mentioning because I I don't know that I'll mention him as an honorable mention, but uh, I was torn between him and Sean Connery. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about Sean Connery. Yeah, I, it, it was tough, man. I, I wanted to have him in there. So, but yeah, it's funny because they've appeared in movies uh, together. The one thing that I want to mention real quickly, and I'm a little surprised that I've never done this. Uh, oh, wait, actually, you know, I'll hold it because I do get to do a movie recommendation later. Yeah. I'm going to hold on to that. So be you could add for... Sean Connery and your honorable mentions. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, so we're doing multiple. We'll do. We'll do multiple honorable mentions. Yeah, I figure we just throw some names out there and mention something quick about them. But ah. uh, I guess I can give my my one actress. Yeah. Well, I've got a couple, but um, I guess this will be the one I spend a little more time on. Um, and one that kind of stood out to me is another person who's kind of underappreciated, but in every movie she's in, she always does a great job. And that's Marissa Tomei. I don't know if you've seen very much with her. Um, I know you've seen Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, she's in that as um, Stallone's daughter, but really not a super memorable performance (laughs) in that. Kind of funny too. She's also in the movie, the toxic Avenger. (laughs) But really where she got the most notoriety was uh, my cousin Vinny. She won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in that. Uh, She um, was also in The Watcher with Keanu Reeves and James Spader. That's the one where I talked about Keanu was a serial killer in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another one. I'm going to have to go back and watch that because I don't remember too much from it. And it'd just be kind of interesting to look back on that. Oh, uh, she's in of... anger management with um, Adam Sandler. But anyway, what are you saying? I find it kind of interesting that you choose her because she is like, uh, I don't know how to say it, not not to like demean it or anything, but she's not like the leading actress very often. No, not too often. She is the leading female actress in The Wrestler. With, yeah. um, yeah, that guy, yeah, <laughs> Mickey Rourke. <Lork. laughs> yeah, I don't know why I blanked on his name. That is a great movie. Um, I know you haven't seen that one, but... maybe I did, maybe I didn't, <gasps> but yeah, if you haven't, definitely one to check out. Um, kind of a sad movie, but yeah, man, she's great in that. Um, she was actually she was nominated for an Academy Award in that one, but didn't win. Um, other things too, like bigger movies she was in. Uh, man, the wrestler really kind of brought her back, you know, because she did kind of small things here and there, you know, dumb little comedies like Wild Hogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but yeah, the wrestler kind of really reminded people how talented she is. I mean, she was in the Lincoln lawyer after that. That's a big movie. Um, the big short was another big movie. Um, and you know, she was in, um, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movies as uh, Aunt May. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of kind of interesting to see that change in her, her roles. But another thing that she was also in, uh, she was in an episode of Seinfeld and she played herself. And because uh, George always like had a crush on her. And then, like, through, like, a friend or something like that, he actually got to meet her. And uh, at the time, George was engaged to Susan. And, like, this friend that George was like, oh, it's too bad that, you know, you're engaged because you are definitely Marissa's type. And George obsesses about it, and then he agrees to meet her. And then, like... uh, it just gets really awkward with her, and it's it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's George, of course. It's kind of awkward. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, she was in the episode called The Cadillac, so if anybody wanted to watch that. Nice. But yeah, um, definitely an actress that I was like seeing in movies because she's so talented. But what do you got? Um, I can venture to guess that you might think you know who I'm going to say? Hmm. I feel like we've talked about it before. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I'm I'm not going to say that one. I'm not going to say the obvious one. <laughs> um, so this is just like, I don't know. I've, I, a lot of times with the guys, uh, you know, growing up, it was always like the action heroes and the um, martial arts stuff and everything. So you just don't really talk about actresses so much. And so this is just not something that's been brought up very often. But honestly... My favorite actress, and I have not seen a huge amount of her work. And uh, this is this might be one of the more or most obscure people to men- that's mentioned on the Cynthia episode. Rothrock. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Kathy Bates. No. Um, <laughs> oh, Kathy Bates is great. <laughs> oh, she, she she does a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, but Audrey Hepburn. Okay. Uh, I just, what I've seen her in, I just think that she's fantastic. And so this might also stem from, uh, you know, my younger years too, because I grew up and my mom watched, and this is going to make it sound like this is all she watched, but she watched, um, some of her movies multiple, uh, multiple times. And so I've seen them and I'm familiar with some of them. And I just thought that she was like, did a fantastic job and just like even at, so as an actress, but then also as a person, you know, the person, the individual outside of the movies, just like so classy of an individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a really interesting background story with her too and everything with her and her family um, when she grew up. But yeah, Roman holiday, Sabrina, my fair lady, and I think there's a couple other ones that I saw that I honestly looking at her list of movies can't pick for certain. You didn't with... see Robin and Marion that she did with Sean Connery. I think I did. Yes. <laughs> but I, do, I don't want to say for sure, but I think I did. 
Um, but the of course, then the surprising one is I have not seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, but no, just, I mean, you know, 50s and 60s movies, I, I just think that she's great and... Uh, I think I think part of this is not just the impression of her performances, but also like the pre- impression of her as an individual too. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, like that classiness and everything. So, yeah, I mean, if she was making, if she was, you know, transplant her to now and she was making movies and everything, I'd probably be like all over that and watching a ton of them since there's kind of that, that movie age gap and everything. It's a little bit more, um, Oh, I don't know the way to say it, but you know, watching older movies is, uh, I don't want to say a bit of a grind, but you know, yeah, they're a little slower. They're slower burns. Yeah. So, but I do, I do have plans to kind of like see more of her movies and kind of just explore more of the, the stuff that she produced, so or was yeah. a part of. So that is my my actress that I selected. Yeah. All right, you wanted to get into some honorable mentions. Sure, let's go for All it. Right. I got quite a few here. Um, just you know, even as we're discussing too, there's more that popped in my mind. Um, I guess the first one I can mention is Kurtwood Smith. Okay. Um, Probably best known as Red Foreman. Um, amazing in that role on that 70s show, but also great in like every movie I've ever seen him in. <laughs> uh, Robocop is one that really stands out to me. Um, man, he was so great as Clarence Boddicker in that movie. Um, I guess others here we got uh, James Gandolfini. He plays Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. Uh, he's really good in that he can be like menacing he can be kind of like the lighthearted, um nice guy it's just flip of the switch like that that character at least you know he can just fly off the handle at the flip of the switch um, and completely just change like his mannerisms and his facial expressions and he's just he did such a great job on that show Oh, uh, well, sorry. What was the name? Uh, I didn't catch the name. I was typing. Oh, James sorry. Gandolfini. Okay. Yeah. Um, and when we talked about actresses too, another one that came to mind, my mind is Susan Sarandon. I okay. always like enjoy seeing her and things. Um, she, you know, just as a person, she's very intelligent, very um, well-spoken and like super confident person. And mm-hmm. that's always like intriguing to me, I guess. Um, and you know, she shows a pretty good range too. She can be in dramas, you know, things like Bull Durham. She was great in that. Um, Thelma and Louise, even a movie like Tammy that she did with Melissa McCarthy. Who Melissa McCarthy's hilarious. I'll, I'll mention her too, and Sandra Bullock as well, because. Um, you know, I think of her, those two in the heat together, but, uh, Susan Sarandon was in that Tammy movie with Melissa McCarthy and that showed some of her like comedic side as well. And I mean, she's another one of those actresses that's like in her seventies, but she doesn't seem to age. 
<laughs> she's still like a very attractive woman for being like in her mid seventies, but mm. um, yeah, very talented. Um, and just, I don't know, like a good person all around, I guess okay. a very caring person. Uh, and then like the last actor that popped in my head um, is Joe Pesci. Uh. And it's, Disappointing that he doesn't really do that much anymore. Just because uh, an actor that is hilarious and also like in comedies like Home Alone, but also funny in movies like Goodfellas and Casino. Yeah. (laughs) Like serious movies where he's like, I don't know, he could be menacing and funny at the same time. Um. And just solid in pretty much everything. Even dumb movies like Gone Fishing. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Uh, I don't think I have. It's It's got him and Danny Glover in it. And they're like two friends that just go on like this fishing trip and a whole bunch of stuff happens. Um, yeah, Joe Pesci is another guy that I always liked seeing in movies. And I actually watched the movie City Slickers not too long ago with you know, Daniel Stern and Billy Crystal. Oh, yeah. And like the third friend they have in it, like I feel like that role would have been way better for Joe Pesci than the guy who was in it. I can't remember his name. Nice. Yeah. But anyway, what are your um honorable mentions? All right. Well I feel like you you have to throw Sean Connery in there since we're doing multiple here. So I'll also mention Yours. Sean Connery. Your um of course, interestingly enough I've not seen all his Bond movies, so I need to, but I mean, he's done, oh gosh, we could talk about so many of his movies. But um, you have seen Zardoz. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, The Rock. Um, oh man, I had the list pulled up and everything. Now I feel like I'm blanking. Um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Huffer October, uh, on and on and on and on. Love Sean Connery movies. Great, uh, great performance. The Man Who Would Be King. Great. Uh, that that's a crazy one. With, um, I mean, it's it's older and is kind of a, a slower one. With crap, who was Alfred Batman? Um, yeah, that guy. Anyway, so um, Highlander. yeah, Highlander. Um, gosh, honorable mentions. Shoot. Because uh, this is kind of tough too Because I feel like I've got so many different people I want to mention um, So Sean Connery And then I'm going to go with uh, Mel Gibson I think I kind of got I mean like this So this is kind of funny Because I would say like You know Early Mel Gibson Or pre-crazy Mel Gibson <laughs> Uh, however you kind of want to phrase it. Yeah. Before he went to be on to be mad, Mel. <laughs> yes. Um, I, obviously, this kick probably came off of um, Braveheart and um, Patriot. Yeah. And Lethal then I Weapon kind of, movies. Yeah, Lethal Weapon movies. I went on to the sprees then of, you know, w- watching Mel Gibson movies because I really enjoyed those. So, um, so. So, yeah, I, I mentioned him. It's kind of, eh, you know, uh, he fits well in honorable mentions. So yeah. um, then I would say Edward Norton. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, definitely great. And so this is favorite actors. And this is a guy that I mean, uh, I don't know that anybody else I would say is. I know I said Harrison Ford is, you know, probably one of the best, uh, the best actor that I mentioned up to that point. Edward Norton is in my talk of, I mean, this, this is kind of like a wide range of like, let's say top 50 actors or something like that. Uh, probably more like maybe top 25, but he's like one of the best. And he is one of my, uh, one of my honorable mentioned favorites. I have not seen as many movies, um, as I have of the other actors and everything, but he is great. His range is great. He does everything 110 percent uh and he just becomes it i mean you've got fight club you've got american history x you've got he did hulk but i don't think we should even talk about that one he did primal <laughs> fear which is a great one that may get looked overlooked by people if you have not seen the 1996 movie primal fear i should use that for a movie recommendation but there you go there's primal fear the illusionist uh, the Italian job and the score are not as quite as popular ones. Um, Rounders, though, is a fantastic one. Um, and then I know that there are more, but those are, I mean, just always does such a good job. And um, I mean, he can, he's been able to nail being like the nice guy, the the villain, crazy um, the character that you just want to hate, uh, just so much stuff that he does in and his he, role in American history X. He was amazing in that movie. Yeah. Like he started off as that guy that you hated and then like he kind of just slowly turned into more of a sympathetic character. Yeah. And I, rem- uh, man, I cannot remember how old I was when I watched that movie, but I watched it and that that's one of those movies. Like after you're done watching it, it's just like, you has let, an effect on you. Yeah, it has an effect, and you have to like let it sink in. Yeah, I watched it when I was probably like, oh man, like 13, 14. Okay, I think Something I was like, like 15, 16. So, yeah, it was just that. I mean, the perf- the the directing of that movie and the, the content and the impact and the depth of it, just so many things with that movie were done so well. Mm -hmm. And it surprises me a little bit that not more people know about it. Here's one, here's an actor that we, neither one of us has mentioned and I'm kind of surprised is Denzel Washington. Yeah, he he was on there. Uh, He was a little bit further down on my honorable mentions, uh, but he definitely he's definitely too in that top fifty, if not top twenty five, of like the best actors in my opinion. That uh, again, and this would fall under like actors that I've actually you know watched their content. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, um, so he was further down. I wasn't gonna mention him, um. So then I think I think the ne- uh the last actor I'm gonna mention then um is going to be Gene Hackman. Yeah. Um oh go ahead. Were you gonna say something? Oh, I was just gonna oh do you mean um Wolverine? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no. Gene Hackers is Wolverine. <laughs> I hate you sometimes. Uh, yeah, um, messing that up with Gene Hackman and Hugh Jackman and, you know, gotta love it. Uh, he's not one that I, uh, you know, sought out to watch uh, his movies, but I've seen a good amount of his movies and he's done a fantastic job. Um, you know, he was crap, the bad guy in Superman. Um, Lex Luthor. Thank you. Lex Luthor. Wow. I don't know why I blanked on that, uh, <laughs> but he did enemy of the state. Uh, Hoosiers. Fantastic. That is a movie talking about childhood. That is like way, way. I watched that when I was really young. Um, the Quick and the Dead, Crimson Tide, a movie that I have not seen still that I know that you would talk about, The Royal Tannenbaums, uh, Behind Enemy Lines, um, The Replacements, of course, which we've talked about multiple times, and plenty of other things on his list of movies. But yeah, it always does a great job, gives a 100%, and it has a huge range. And he also is at least in the t- conversation of top 50 actors, in my opinion. Yeah, and he just kind of, like, unofficially retired. Like, he doesn't really do much anymore. Um, he's another actor that, you know, would have been up for similar roles as Robert Duvall. Yeah. And, you know, another, you know, Gene Hackman's another guy that I always enjoy in movies as well. And another guy that makes a great coach in movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because he's an, he's a guy. Well, this goes for Edward Norton, too. Like, he's easy to hate. Like, when he is the bad guy, you hate him. Yeah. And then he's also he can also be the likable, like, everyday guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, yeah. The, uh, that's my the last of my honorable mentions for the actors. And then my honorable mention for actress um and honestly like i don't know i just like her movies uh i enjoy her tv show and everything and i know who it is you, you do you remembered who it was now yeah zoe de chanel yes <laughs> so i was a little surprised when you were like i don't know what you're what you're talking about um yeah so i was expecting you were gonna uh think that i was gonna use her as my um, fa- uh, in my favorite selection, but yeah, I put her as honorable mention. I don't know what it is. I honestly like. I see a relation between her, kind of a little bit. Um, I know there are some things that are vastly different, but I kind of feel like her, and this is probably more her presence out uh, off screen. She kind of reminds me of Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, uh, just a little like, more goofy. Oh yeah, absolutely more goofy, but just Zoomy like Desk Channel. <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying it in a um, in a vague way, not like oh my gosh, like Zoe Deschanel is so much like Audrey Hepburn. No, it's it's like a like uh makes me think of or reminds me of. But yeah, I mean, she did Five Hundred Days of Summer, uh, Elf, Yes Man, um, Failure to Launch. I remember the happening. <laughs> The Happening, have not seen that, but yeah, The Happening, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, um, and then plenty of other movies, uh, have not seen a huge long list of, uh, her stuff, but I've always 
the reason part of the reason why she comes up is like I've always whenever she's been in a movie, I've always enjoyed it. Man, what was that? There's another weird obscure one where she was like um uh she had a small role in she was in year one. Oh yeah. That was terrible. Yeah, that was <laughs> but terrible. she wasn't bad at it. Mm-hmm. Man, shoot, there it, I don't know what the movie was. She was like the daughter of the main character, but anyways. Uh, and then, of course, she has her show, New Girl, or she had mm-hmm. her show, New Girl. Um, and my wife and I have really enjoyed that and watched it multiple times. So, yeah, same here. Yeah. So that is my honorable mention for that. Yeah. So do you want to get on into suggestions? Yeah, I think we should, because this is going to turn into a long episode, which I guess I shouldn't be surprised by. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to suggestions. Thank you. <laughs> Showtime. Showtime! Yeah! yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Whew. And so suggestions, I I held on to this for this movie um, because I realized I had suggestions and this would be the perfect opportunity to do it. Um, And so this is a Sean Connery movie. And I honestly feel like I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody talk about this movie. And I feel like it's an underappreciated movie. Um, Some great performances in it. Um, and so it has Sean Connery, Richard Greer. Um, and then I feel like he's kind of well-known. I thought I saw him in some other stuff. Actually, I haven't like really looked at his movie list, but Ben Cross is in it and he does a fantastic job, um, for his performance. But this is the 1995 movie first night. Um, so it's about uh, medieval times, King Arthur and things like that. And just a really solid movie. So if you like Sean Connery or Richard Greer, you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, so, uh, certain parts of it are a little bit slow and everything. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend it. It is a little bit funny. Uh, I don't know if we will do a topic on this at any point, but I did notice a blatant movie mistake in this. <laughs> Yes. Um, and so I, I won't mention anything about it right now, but maybe we'll do a topic about like funny movie mistakes and things like that. But this is one of the few times where I, you know, you don't see the bloopers online and things like that. I actually just like picked up on it in the movie. I was like, oh, well, that was an obvious mistake. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, you haven't seen it, right? No, I haven't. And that is because you suck. I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. So, no, there's your movie recommendations. So. Yes. All right. Well, I am completely planking. <laughs> Dude, you mentioned the movie earlier with when you were talking about Zooey Disc Channel. We're going to be reviewing Elf next week, dude. Okay. Thank you. I, for, <laughs> I was second guessing because for some reason I was like, wait, are we reviewing Home Alone? No. I knew it was Christmas. <laughs> So, give me a break. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the Jean Favreau 
directed movie Elf, starring yeah. Will Ferrell. Will James Caan. Yes. Oh, and by the way, if you guys haven't seen, I think this is a really funny one because I've had uh, like some talks with it, but nobody's really uh, engaging with the post too much. But it's just like, who would you rather spend Christmas with? And we do uh, several, you know, Christmas movies, families and things like that. Look on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, We've got that post there. Uh, I've had a couple fun conversations with people since we posted that. So rock. But yeah, so we will uh, be back with a movie review for next week. We appreciate you guys hanging out. And uh, as always, be kind, rewind.